everybody. Welcome to another episode of Chats with Yvonne. This episode is a continuation again of the series that I have going on here where I talk to some of my high school peers and we talk all about project-based learning and how that really helped us develop our public speaking skills. Today's guest is my best friend. And yes, best friend, we do keep in contact. We like talk all the time. We have a group message, Jerrica Miles. So round of applause for Jerrica. Hey, Jerrica, how are you? Hey, I'm good. <laughs> well, thank you for being on here. Um, the first thing that I like to do is do an introduction of people. And I always say you can introduce yourself in the way that you would like. It can be career. It can be just life in whatever way you'd like. Let's go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay, well, hi, everyone. My name is Jerrica, and I'm currently a working professional who hopes to get her master's in education at grad school soon. I'm not sure where yet, but I'm gonna get there. <laughs> um, I really love to travel. I really love to do my makeup. And, you know, I love horror movies also. A lot of people don't know that about me, but the more gore, the better, so. <laughs> and she does incredible makeup. She is <laughs> way too humble about that, but she does really awesome makeup. We'll all show up and we're like, hey, it's casual, right? Yeah, 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 it's casual. I show up with like one single, you know, eye color, she comes in with like the purples and the golds and all this stuff. So she likes to be real humble, but she's really good at that. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah she's begging me to do a YouTube channel. <laughs> Please. Like, I'm like, just do it. it. It'd be so awesome. And Jerrica, a lot of people also don't know this, but Jerrica's real funny. Like she keeps, <laughs> she keeps our group chat alive for sure. <laughs> but anyway, oh so look out for her YouTube channel sometime in the future. <laughs> Um, but so today we're going to talk about project-based learning and I've talked to Helen and Michaela and now I'm talking to Jerrica. Sorry if you can hear my dogs in the background, but um, today we're really going to focus in on those on those aspects of public speaking because I really do think that our high school education really just prepped us for the real world. And so yeah. I want to talk to Jerrica about that. And my first question is, Jerrica, in your own words, what were exhibitions like and what, what is a benchmark portfolio? Well, I feel like exhibitions, like the middle school that I went to was like really small, like we didn't really have any money. So we didn't do things like science fairs or anything. So when I got to high school and we were doing exhibitions, that's what it felt like. It felt like I was like at a science fair, but like not just science, <laughs> it was like humanity, science, like I'm showing off math, I'm doing like, I'm showing off everything that I've done that year for, um, for, for school. Um, and benchmarks, those were like, that's what I imagine, like getting my dissertation is, except like, no, actually, more more life deciding I mean my, my dissertation would be more life deciding like if you're getting your doctorate that's what it feels like because I'm like oh my god okay I need to make sure that these people know that I understood everything that was going on in class and this is how I can communicate it like in the real world and not just in the classroom yeah and you know and for those of us just to give us a refresher exhibitions what Jerrica's talking about there is we would literally have a room dedicated you know had tables that we would create yeah. for it our family members people in the community our teachers would come by and ask us questions about the things we were learning but mm -hmm. it wasn't just like Jerrica mentioned science um our school made us connect everything that we were doing in all of the classes so if you were learning about acute angles 
or, or geometry or something in math class. Yeah. And history, you'd be learning about revolutions. Like, oh, was this a 180? What happened after this war? You know, things like yeah. that. It was wild to actually connect those things together because it, you always think about, we like to put labels on everything, right? And so you think about these things as, as being really separate when in reality, everything yeah. is connected, you know? Oh yeah, Metro was making you connect the dots for sure. Exactly, exactly. And benchmark portfolio defenses, as I think I've mentioned before, essentially you did them your sophomore year and senior year. Yeah. And it was basically a way for you to go on to the next thing. So if you didn't pass that, you didn't go on to the next going to the next grade. Yeah, it was tough. so much pressure because like we were such we were such like good students we were like we're trying to pass with distinction and like and I remember I just passed and I was like oh that's not good enough now you know I I remember thinking after I was done because mine I did it I think a couple weeks before yeah um, you did your your senior one early yeah and I was like you know what I'm cool with just passing that's, that's when, um, you know, you know, that phrase C's get degrees. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it wasn't letter graded, but it was kind of like, you know what, I'm cool. Not passing with distinction and distinction yeah. was kind of like honors, but, um, yeah. Angelica, having gone through benchmark portfolios and the exhibitions and all that, what would you say you were like at the very beginning of it? You know, when you first were introduced with it, were you, what, what were your feelings about it versus your, the end of your senior year? What, what kinds of things shifted, if at all, in your thinking there? I never doubted like my actual work, like the work that we had to present and like the, the presentation we had to put together. Like I never doubted any of that. That I was like, oh, it's on lock. Like I'm going to have everything together. It's like, yeah, everything planned. We good, we good. My thing was like, I got to present it. Oh, I gotta actually like <laughs> say this stuff to them, and it's gonna decide whether or not I like move on to the next grade. Like, I was so nervous, but you know, like I got up there and I remembered like all the things that I did before. It was mostly just like the pressure of having to do this to move on to the next grade that I was like, it wasn't just like, oh yeah, you're just gonna speak in front of these people and that's it. Like, um. But yeah, I just remembered all the techniques they took, they, they um, like told us like, oh, like don't really read from your cue cards, but don't really have memorization. Like, if you know, the stuff, then you can like make it flow, like, you know, things like that, like eye contact. Um, yeah, so it, that's, that was, yeah, that was my thing. And, you know, it was good. We were exposed to it at a lot you know, I guess a lot earlier than a lot of people mostly are, because I don't think other schools were doing this at the time. And so that in and of itself was already an advantage into our transition to college and then eventually the real world. Um, So having gone through them, what important lessons came from that exposure to public speaking, whether it was like the tactical stuff or the more kind of metacognition? Well, I would say like, not being afraid to be like wrong sometimes or to like mess up because like so for my benchmark um sophomore year I actually said some some words wrong like they remember they played the video back of um our our um the teaching channel yeah they played the video back of our um presentations and I said analyst instead of analysis <laughs> and I was like, you guys passed me like I, 
<laughs> I was so shook. I didn't even remember even saying the word like that. And they still passed me anyways. And I was like, oh my God. So like when I went to college and like, I knew people who didn't want to like even say stuff in like lectures or, or even smaller, like um, group sessions, people didn't want to like have conversations or like say answers that they knew, like, because they weren't used to speaking in front of people, even just in like class. Like, but when I got there, I was in like 300 people lecture, like, mm, like, doesn't that mean this, this and that? Like, yeah, but I wasn't not- afraid to possibly be like wrong if, if like I wasn't interpreting something correctly. Yeah, you know, I I so appreciate that you bring that up because that's such a, a good point to make about the act of just engaging in public speaking. Yeah. You can say something wrong and it's like, oh, well, I said it wrong. But what really mattered at the end of the day was that you actually knew what you were presenting, right? You can mm-hmm. say analysis or whatever when you actually <laughs> meant something else. And, yeah. But that doesn't take away from the knowledge that you actually acquired through doing it. And the act of public speaking and practicing how to speak in public builds your confidence a little bit, right? Yes. You're right. Some, I mean, I still had those moments where I was in classes. And I was like, I'm just going to shut up. I'm not going to raise my hand. But there were definitely yeah. other moments where I felt comfortable enough to be able to make a mistake and not feel... Like I was going to be necessarily judged for that, but you know, yes. and, and it varies. You won't always feel like that. You know, you'll sometimes you'll be in environments where it's like, yeah, I'm just not going to say anything right now. Yeah. But. That, that's also a big thing is like at our school, they made us comfortable to like do these things where like at some places the environment is so hostile, like, and you're just like, oh, I don't want to put myself out there in this type of place. Like, yeah, so. yeah. And so it's it's hard, right? Like mm-hmm. we can talk about how public speaking can and does build up your confidence and opens up opportunities, but unfortunately there's going to be spaces where those things just can't show up because you're just not in a place where you feel comfortable to do that, right? And so yes. then it becomes what kinds of things can we do to make ourselves and other people feel comfortable if, yes. if we're able to, right? Because again, yeah. sometimes you just you just can't, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so my next question has to do a little bit with that is just the real world. Like once we, you know, now we're adults and stuff, we're not in high school anymore, unfortunately. Um, so how have you seen that, um, preparation in public speaking serve you now as a, as a professional, as in your career, or even in just, uh, the relationships and communication, how, as far as communication goes? Well, I work in like, I've been working in customer service ever since I graduated, not like McDonald's or anything, but usually I work with like um, a lot of clientele wherever I, um, wherever my job is and having to communicate in people of such like high status, like board members and people who like um, are donating a lot of money or things like that. People get like nervous because they think that they're like, some magical person who's not the same as everybody else but I feel like public speaking has allowed me to see people more as like my peers and like feel more comfortable like speaking to them of like you know that we have the same knowledge and like I can have that same confidence that whatever I'm saying to them is going to be communicated properly. Yeah so you're no longer kind of not in the know you're a little bit more you're there you know you yeah. you can't be intimidated easily by title yeah. no yeah by the way 
<laughs> even if you work at McDonald's, you know, you are using these things constantly. Oh, yeah. Practice that you just can build off of that, right? Like I say, I always say that public speaking is one of the most transferable skill sets. Yes. Literally anybody, an engineer, uh, a teacher, obviously a teacher, right? They speak all the yeah. time, but literally any job that you do, you are that much better at it when you can hone into your public speaking skills. Yeah, that's what I hear about like good doctor versus a bad doctor, people skills. And like, I was talking to this with my boyfriend the other day cause he's computer science, um, he's in computer science. And like, we were talking about people in STEM and sometimes how like, um, people skills and communication um, sometimes lack. So I'm really glad with how the route I went in college, which combined both STEM and um, like humanities and social sciences. And it helped me continue to keep my communication skills and even like further my presentation skills and, and yeah. presenting and things like that. And did you mention what your um, major was in? Oh my God. I didn't because usually people are so confused about it, <laughs> but I studied evolutionary anthropology at UC huh? Davis. Yeah, I graduated in 2017, so it's it's been a minute since I graduated, <laughs> but. The other day, I was like, I got a notification on Snapchat four years ago, and it was like me taking my grad pics at Cal. Yeah. I like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no. That's wild. Yeah. yeah, and and I mean, for the people that are confused, who knows, maybe they would want to explore that what what does that mean like what does your major entail or what did it entail so in the short um basically what I mainly studied was the social science of anthropology um it's like the study but people really hate this but it's like the study of man but also it depends on what sector of anthropology you're trying to go into. Um, I, I was in, on the evolutionary track. So a lot of my classes either involved like the study of evolution or even archeology, span which is basically a study of human trash, damn near. So <laughs> um, yeah. And also like sometimes I would have to take other STEM classes like bio or chem and things like that. But a lot, I took a lot of uh, cultural anthropology classes too, because that's also a part of the track that I was on to understand like the actual people living today in order to understand certain things in the past. Um, so, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I know that I know nothing about that, but it sounds interesting. Like I always, Jerrica has always been the like dictionary of the group. Uh, no, don't say that. She just knows things and we're like, huh? And she's like, yeah, you didn't know that. Oh my <laughs> god, no, no, no. no. Oh my god. Or she'll be like, you know what? Just Google it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess Jerrica, to end our conversation on our experiences in high school and public speaking, what you know, any final thoughts that you want or that you think people should walk away with regarding public speaking, whether it's for people that aren't necessarily as in tune with, with it, don't necessarily practice it as much, or someone that's, you know, just on the journey to mastering the art of public speaking, what would you say to them? Honestly, I would say find a style that works for you. Cause like not everyone speaks publicly the same, like, or even presents the same you know, find techniques that really help you communicate and also like don't be afraid to necessarily 
say something like incorrect or, um, you know, don't be afraid to also like further explain certain things. Cause like sometimes people say things super generally and they're like afraid that they don't know specifically what they're talking about. So yeah, just don't be, try not to be afraid. <laughs> pretty much. I, I really like that because, you know, there is foundational knowledge that you mm -hmm. acquire through the art of public speaking, right? Which is like eye contact, body language, those yeah. kind of things. but there is this room to explore, right? There isn't mm -hmm. just this one way of doing it. Yeah. I, for example, sometimes I'm like, I want to be funny. So I add a little bit of humor. Yeah. To it. Sometimes That's it's me. a little like, you know what? I just, I want to be real serious today. So I'm just going to stick to the facts, you know? So yeah. figure out what your style is and then adopt that to anything that you do. And it will just sound a little bit more authentic, right? No, yeah. For me, yes, definitely jokes and visuals. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jokes and visuals. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. A nice looking presentation. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So thank you, Jerrica, for joining Chats with Yvonne. And if anybody has any questions about how to make your presentations funny, <laughs> Jerrica is the one <laughs> to do that. So oh my God. yeah, but thank you, Jerrica, for, for being on Chats with Yvonne. Yeah, thank you for having me. Cool. I've been watching you do your things. So thank you. <laughs> All bye. right, bye everybody.